Hot Mornings with Ryan DeLon and Tara Fox. Thank you. Love you guys. 7 to 10 a.m. I appreciate your humor. Hot Radio Maine. You guys have an awesome radio show. Maine's hit music channel. Uh, day two of Tara being back after her Vegas vacation. And before you left, we were joking about maybe elopement, maybe, maybe a <laughs> proposal. And uh, none of the above, but you did get a sincere conversation. I, I got a nice, lovely speech. A lovely speech. It will happen eventually. But if it doesn't happen, I have an option for you that a woman in Spain just did. Oh, okay. Or is about to do, is about to marry an artificial intelligence hologram. Why? She's going to have an AI husband, if you will. Alicia Framis is her name. The hologram is called AI Lex. Uh, and she posted about the situation ship on Instagram saying, we know that soon robots and humans will be sexual partners. But for me, <laughs> the next important step is emotionally involving artificial intelligence with humans it's so weird so basically she's going to take videos and then through ai they're going to put this person in the video so it's going to look like they're going to be basically digitally added to to make it look like she's interacting like here's a here's a picture a still of one of the videos so you can get it like here's her watching basically netflix uh sitting at home with her husband but who is that guy it's just like an ai just like you would have like the ai dream man it's the ai figure that they've created and so she films this video and then the program puts it in and she's marrying this guy ai lex that's a little freaky, but honestly, can't really blame her. It, it might be easier to be married to an AI man than an actual man. I mean, I got to be honest, though. I don't want to be mean. Should I be mean? Yeah. I, like, if you're going to pick a guy, I don't know if that's the, the look I would go with. Well, that's why I was wondering who is that guy? That's, is maybe, that an ex? Maybe she's like, it's not about him. Oh, that could be it. Maybe it's based off of an ex. Or someone who passed away or something. Very strange stuff. So, bottom line, <laughs> if it doesn't. If it doesn't work out, if it doesn't eventually come, there's always this as an option. And then you could just create the AI figure to look like Tucker. So that'd be like a little glowing Tucker right there <laughs> instead of this guy. I think I'm all set on that. All right, just throwing out options. Just The only benefit to that is that the AI robot would remember everything and there would you would never have an argument of, you never told me that. Well, You're if like, the AI is going to start becoming like a human <laughs> man, I think that it might start doing that. No, no, I'm good. Did you ever watch that? I think it was an episode of True Life. I'm married to a robot or something. I, I watched that when I was in middle school and it was men that were basically married to these dolls. Okay. And it it really disturbed me. So I am not into the robot human relationship. Yeah, but this isn't even like a doll. There's no physical thing here. <laughs> She's just by herself and then they, and they you edit remember in. remember that? Like they would bring this doll into the restaurant and prop her up and like pretend to like give her her drink. Like I do actually remember the I've, I've feeding never, of the doll. I had never seen anything like it. I'm like 12 watching that. That was during the, really go disturbing. the golden age of uh, MTV. I know. I miss it. Bring back true life. <laughs> Six months later, they end up. these two are going to end up getting divorced. We'll keep you updated on their they probably will. relationship status. Something will go on the fritz. Hot Radio Maine. Let me explain something to you one time. Hot man. Mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. Five things you need to know. Derek Pierce, the first and only principal of Casco Bay High School, plans to leave at the end of the school year after 19 years. Pierce said he feels like he's run his course and that it's time to create space for new leaders and new perspectives. So I'm assuming the school was founded 19 years ago. That would be my guess. If he's the only. There's no way you have a school with no principal, right? Well, I was going to ask you what's the deal with Casco Bay High School. I'm not originally from here. I know Deering. I know Portland. And then there's this like Casco Bay High School. 
I, I look at houses on Zillow and I dream and I go, what is the high school for this area? If I was to have kids and one said Casco Bay High School and had good ratings on Zillow, but I know nothing about it. I thought it was a school if you were more interested in the arts, oh, okay. like arts or maybe science, kind of like a not STEM, but maybe that's how I always thought of it. Well, that's more information than I had before. Not a, not a. Oh, a whole lot more. It says the school describes itself as an expeditionary learning educational experience. I've never used that word in a sentence, so I don't really know what that I, means did either. Did you hear me hesitate? I was like, <laughs> how do we say this? How do you say? Clearly, I wouldn't be smart enough to go to Castle Bay High School because I don't even know uh, the word in their mission statement there. Uh, Maine lawmakers are considering requiring insurance to cover non-prescription birth control. A bill proposed following the FDA's approval of the first over-the-counter daily birth control pill also would apply to other non-prescription contraceptives such as condoms and the morning after pill. So free condoms, free morning after pills if you have insurance, if this bill is passed. I actually feel like that's a good idea considering the state of the country right now, the way some states are going. This could be good. It would save money in the long run, too. Did your college have the bowl of free contraceptives in the health center? I don't really remember there being a bowl of them, but on your first day, they gave you a move-in little treat bag and it had a water bottle, t-shirt, and a couple of condoms in it. Wow, that's aggressive. <laughs> USM. We're like, hey, At welcome to school. We maybe, know you're going to get freaky in the dorms. It could have just been my RA that put together the welcome basket. I don't know if like every single person got it, but I remember specifically being like, I don't even know the, the brand of these. Like I was a little scared by them. I'm not trusting this. <laughs> the RA could have poked holes in them. You don't know. I remember first getting into college and it also, no, but also it was like a thing. Like if you were hanging out with someone and they had it in their room, you're like, it was a conversation. Like, like who's actually going to use these? It was very interesting. <laughs> Not in that way. You're saying like, oh, like who brought their own from home? Who bought some? Like who's using the free ones supplied by the school? It was, it was not it using was, any. It was. Yeah, it was a it was a conversation starter. Oh, like be like. Or a girl would tell a story and be like, and then he went in his drawer and he got the free ones from school. Oh my God, but that was from like months ago. He must not get any action. It was a conversation piece. Wow, interesting. Um, when I moved into uh, college for the first time, I was shocked just by the fact that there were females living next door to me because up, uh, until, yeah. up until that point, I had only visited my cousins in college. When I was in high school, I used to go visit them up at St. A's, St. Anselm. And you would have to like literally sneak girls in through the windows because it was, you know, Catholic school and they had, you know, very separate male, female dorming situation going on and you couldn't get through after a certain time and it was very strict. And so the fact that I like walked in and I was like, oh, there's like, four girls that live right next to me. Like, this is crazy. I specifically did not want to be on a floor like that. It was like, I need just girls. Like, I do not want a man in sight. You are, Were you on an all? Girls floor. Really? Well, it was split. So I was on the girls wing and then on you walked through like a set of double doors and then it was the boys side. But like I, you did feel like you had some a wall with the double door set up. I mean... I went to Emerson. Emerson was very progressive. We were putting pronouns in our uh, emails way before it became a standard thing. <laughs> well, then when I moved to a different building, I had it was like a every you could have someone in your room like because it, it was like a suite. Like it was different. But that first freshman year, I was like, I do not want a single boy on my floor. And I'm glad I didn't because their bathrooms were disgusting. For sure. Definitely use the women's bathroom several times. <laughs> 
because of that. Giffords is back to churning out some ice cream. One year after fire severely damages production facility and headquarters in Skowhegan, uh, by the end of this year, the company said it will aim to bring all production back in-house to Skowhegan. Thank God. Can you taste the difference, you think? I don't know if I could taste the difference, but I love Giffords. Anytime I'm in a town and they have the little ice cream stand and it has the Giffords logo on it, I yep. will stop. Yeah. The Moose Tracks is out of this world. Do they do the Sea Dogs Biscuits? Or they did the Sea Dogs Biscuits? No. Who's that? Shane's. No, they don't do it anymore. No, they did. No, I'm saying who does it now? I, I thought... think Blue Bunny is last time we were there, unless they got a local person back on. No, I think it's Giffords, and they might have stopped Giffords because of the fire, but I, maybe they bring it back. Uh, I, I don't know. I think, I don't know. It definitely is a local one. It's a local brand. It wasn't for a while. It was Shane's of Maine, and, and then, then they went. And then local. they stopped because of the who scandal. The sea then they went Blue dog. Bunny because we went yeah. and we were like, "What the heck are these?" And then they went back to something, and now I don't know what it yeah, is. Yeah, Giffords. The Sea Dog's bis biscuits produced by Giffords. Oh. Oh wait, it says the Sea Dog biscuit produced <laughs> by Giffords homemade ice cream hasn't been sold at Hadlock since 2021. <laughs> What? Or hasn't been? I don't know. Wait, hold on, hold on. I it's, thought it was Shane's. It said it's going to be soon back at there. Shane's was at the beginning, and then there was a little controversy, and they canceled Shane's. And then they went to Giffords, and then there was a fire, so they went to Blue Bunny, and now they're going to go back to Giffords? Yeah, it looks like it looks like last season they went back to Giffords, though, because they started producing the ice cream again. Well, the sandwiches did look better. Last season. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. There was a little lull there where we were like, <laughs> <laughs> it was basically a Sea Dog's Biscuit in a Ziploc bag that they were handing you. It looks like they went to the supermarket, and they broke out like the cookie treats from like the 12-pack, and they just handed you one of those from the generic Hannaford brand. No, but they're... They were they were looked much better this last season, I will say. Yeah, it's Giffords. Um, okay, moving along now that we solved that mystery. That was a bit confusing. Like da -da 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 up and down. Former President George H.W. Bush's speedboat was auctioned off for $435,000 during the George and Barbara Bush Foundation's 2024 presidential salute. The boat can go up to 75 miles per hour and was used in the waters of Kennebunkport, Maine, where the Texas family has a summer retreat. Well, when I was in Vegas, this guy, this promoter guy, there's they're all over the streets there. <laughs> Just some random promoter guy. In I don't Vegas. know his name. Like, I don't know what to call him. A promoter handing out nightclub cards uh, handed us a card and you know they they really try to really when ladies get in free first drinks free so i'm like oh i'll entertain this idea we're chit-chatting and he asks where we're all from and we say maine and he was like oh where joe biden's from that's delaware we we're like huh he was like joe biden's from maine right and we we're like no and i knew that joe biden was from delaware so i was like this guy must think that maine is delaware but then I gave him the benefit of the doubt. And I was like, are you thinking of the Bush family? Like they vacation in Maine, like George Bush. He was like, no, Joe Biden. All right, take it easy, man. You're like, All right, so how do I get these free drinks? <laughs> Moving along. And then a bartender also was like, oh, Maine, right next to Delaware. No, 10 hours away. We should totally do, because we're making fun of them, but we should totally do the map of the United States that's blank and try to fill in all okay. the states. I do. That is one of my favorite pastimes is on a road trip trying to name all 50 states. You get to like 48 and then you like forget the other two. You just well, can't do it. We should do a, a blank map and each of us try to fill in each of the state's names on the map and see who gets well, the most correct. As we were walking away, I was saying to the group, it's so crazy. There are states. There are forgotten states. Like if you think about it, like they they're in Vegas. They they're like not thinking about Maine. They don't know anything really about. Okay. It's kind of jumbled up here. Like you got Rhode Island, New yes. Hampshire. Like it's just kind of strange. If you, if you think about it, 
Do you have you ever met anyone from Indiana? Yeah. I haven't. Well, you also have lived in other places. Shouts to uh, Patrick Gray. <laughs> Wait, what? I can't believe that's the one state that I said. <laughs> but I said I said another one too. I, I was like, Our I, guy, I've never met anyone from Washington. I haven't. I haven't. State um, Washington. Um, like to me, that's not a state that I immediately think of. I've met people that have gone to college there in Gonzaga. Is Gonzaga in Washington? I believe. Well, it why is. don't you tell me a forgotten state of yours? Because I feel like it's personal. Nebraska. Good answer. Nebraska, Wyoming, Wyoming. I Wyoming. That's I, a good one. I only think of Kanye when I think of Wyoming. Mm. We got one more thing for five things here. Shouts to Julia Gagnon. She's a senior at USM and is going to appear on television in March, auditioning for American Idol. Will she <gasps> make it? That's so cool. Will they say you're going to Hollywood, Julia? We'll have to wait until March to find out. Uh, but American Idol promos featuring Gagnon began to air recently on social media and television. And she said the responses she's received have been encouraging. So let's go, Julia. Let's go. Maynard's doing cool stuff. That is five things you need to know. Made hop out of law offices to Joe Bornstein. Over 25,000 victories for injured Maynard since 1974. 207 Call Joe or online at joebornstein.com. Hot Radio May. Oh, Lord. Hot Warnings with Ryan DeLon and Tara Fox. Dirty on the 30. Dirty on 30 goes country. Beyonce yeah. goes country. We're all going country. Beyonce just broke through another wall. Her song Texas Hold'em has reached number one on Billboard's Hut Country Songs chart. Love to see it. Beyonce becomes the first black woman to occupy the top spot. The song also landed at number two on Billboard's Hot 100 chart. And in other Beyonce news, Beyonce's anticipated hair care line has officially launched. The sacred website is live and you can shop for shampoos, conditioners, and other styling elements. The product line is silicone-free and cruelty-free. Beyonce told Essence that the brand is, quote, one that's probably the most rooted in my ancestry. It's so far beyond business. Hair is our lineage. It's our family story. And you said for salon grade, it is priced pretty fairly. I would say so. I, I, I was expecting it to be really, really expensive and it wasn't. I see how much the products are that more purchases for her hair and it's ridiculously expensive. It's a long grade. That's why Tucker's not allowed to use my shampoo. One time he, he told me he did. I said, never do that. I've had the again. same talk before. <laughs> I've been using her um, body wash for the last two bottles. What is it? Um, Let me guess. Method. No. What is it? I think it's the Target brand. What's the Target brand? Natural or Nat... Uh, Oh, is she using Native? Native. That's, I don't think that's Target brand, but I used to use that deodorant. So yeah, she's using Native. It smells good, so I've been using it. I was not far off with my guess of method. Why are they both it's, in the same family? It's also sold at Target and smells really good. Yeah. I liked her last smell better than this one, but I can't tell her that because then she's going to know that I've been using it. <laughs> well, lately, if you must know, I am obsessed with Dove's cherry soap. Dove's cherry? A soap? A bar of soap you're using? It smells like a smoothie I want to drink. Bar of soap, yeah. not body wash. And then it makes the whole bathroom smell so good wow. 24-7. Who are you? I don't uh, know. I switched to bar soap and I never turned back. We were talking about Dirty on 30 going country. Here's some more country news for you. Post Malone has teased his new country song with Luke Combs on social media. Here's a little taste from the video. Gone 
country. That song is going to be everywhere. Yeah, the clip was short. A few details about the song, when it's going to be released and all that. We don't know. Uh, I'm not mad about it. I like it. Luke does not appear in the video that Posty posted, but he was tagged in the caption with a bear emoji. Uh, the video shows Malone dancing and melding the words of the new track. He first toyed with the idea of making country music back in June of 2022 during an interview with Howard Stern. He said, to be honest, there's nothing stopping me from taking a camera or setting up in my studio in Utah and just recording a country album and me just putting it out on YouTube. I think he's going to do it the official way and it's going to be a big release. And, and then he'll go on tour. You know, fans have been asking for a country post Malone album for a little bit now. And he did the rendition of America the Beautiful at the Super Bowl. A few years ago, I get these little phrases stuck in my head and I say them on repeat for like a month straight and then they fizzle out. But talking about country today has reminded me of when I love saying, you're darn tootin'. So I would like you to say that into the microphone as loud as you can. You're darn tootin'. No, that was like, you're darn tootin'. No, you have to sound like, you're darn tootin'. You're darn tootin'. Yeah, that was great. Wow, country. It you, reminds me of that, like, uh, Roadrunner. What's the, well, who's the cowboy with the guns? <sighs> Sam, is it Sam? No, Wiley Coyote? No. Uh, yeah, I know who you You gotta have, like, a gruff voice. Who's the, who is the cartoon? It's the Warner Brothers, right? Warner It's cartoon. Brothers. What's his name? Oh, I got a picture. Yosemite Sam. Yosemite Sam. I was right. Sam. I said Sam. Yeah, you did say Sam. Yosemite Sam. I knew it was something like that. And they, when they get hurt, they're like, <laughs> I love those kinds of noises. Anyways, I'm sure that album will be big. I miss Post Malone's uh, Ty Dolla Sign and 21 Savage Days when he would have features for them. I think he's doing it the reverse, though, of Beyonce. He's going to do the country album and then the like Vogue Dance House album. Yeah. So his act two will be, we'll get act one will be country from post and then act two. Or he'll do gospel. No. One last thing for Dirty on 30. This tattoo is out of control that MGK got. You saw a picture of it? I literally thought he was wearing a skin tight long sleeve crop top. Massive, massive blackout ink. I still can't believe it's real. Uh, maybe it's not. I'm pretty sure it's real. He tagged tattoo artist in the comments uh, or in the caption of the Instagram post that he put up. So, And this is what rocks as the tattoo artist. This is what their style is. Both of his arms and much of his upper torso is now just completely covered in black ink. And you told me that in Hollywood, they go under anesthesia to get tattoos. So they don't even feel a thing. I don't know if it's just Hollywood. I just know that there's some celebs out there that have gone under anesthesia so they can get tattoos. I had never heard of that. I remember, I forgot. I don't want to say, was it, I don't want to say the artist in case it wasn't them. I don't want to put th throw them under the bus. But we posted it. Uh, we posted the video of it on either Instagram or Facebook and all the tattoo purists were coming for them in the comments like oh I vaguely remember that like, anesthesia for the tattoo like come on like the pain is part of the whole process how can you do that not saying that MGK had anesthesia for this but it feels like something you would get anesthesia for because that feels crazy to just have a needle digging in coloring your entire body and like that but he is a rock star right this tabloid says post malone lil uzi offset moneybag yo and odell beckham jr have all gotten tattoos under anesthesia i think it was little uzi was the video that we posted if i remember correctly on his Instagram stories, Offset encouraged Cardi B to quit playing around and release her new album. He wrote, stop being scary and drop the album. Ish goes crazy. I love to see these two back together. 
Are they? I don't know if they're fully back together, but they spent Valentine's Day together. They spent. Uh, I did hooked, see that. She hooked up with him on New Year's Eve, and now he's out there supporting her and dropping new music on his Instagram story. So I'm here for it. I feel like maybe when they're breaking up for the millionth time, she may voice, I feel like, you know, support me. I'm done with this relationship. <laughs> so this is him supporting her? Maybe. Trying to get back in good graces or stay in good graces. Uh, you might remember back in December, Cardi revealed why she hasn't released an album since her 2018 debut. She said, I do have anxiety. I've been having a lot of anxiety because I know right after I drop my album, I have to go on tour and I have bad separation anxiety from my kids. Do you have to go on tour? Maybe it's in her contract, but I feel like some, like Miley Cyrus dropped an album and said, hey everyone, I'm not going on tour. Bye. That's like a rare case, right? Like yeah. Everybody talked about the fact that she dropped the album and didn't go on tour because she didn't want to travel and do all that. I know. I would just take the new music. You don't need to go on tour, Cardi. Just give us some new music. Let's hear the new album. Also, it's kind of tough. I Did she win the... She, I think she won the Grammy for that, right? She was nominated at least. Oh the, yeah. I think she won a Grammy for it. I mean, to come out the the box, your debut album does so well. There's got to be a little anxiety in following that up in in general. You know, it's probably mm -hmm. tough to put something together. Ari Lennox tried out for American Idol. Speaking of American Idol, we talked about uh, the USM senior who's going to be in the auditions in March. Um, Ari Lennox tried out for American Idol back in 2008, didn't advance, and the failure took her into a weed-smoking marathon. Here's what happened. I had some weed. I was trying out for American Idol, and I didn't get it. And my cousin was hanging out with his friend, and his friend was like, try this weed. And I tried it, and I, I guess I took two, two, maybe three deep puffs. And after I did it the room started spinning and i just kept disintegrating she said her trip was so bad she called the police wound <gasps> up in the hospital she continued i woke up and my body was still pulsating it was insane sounds like there might have been something else in that. Uh, <laughs> you think yeah that's pretty intense yesterday monday my days are all mixed up with the holiday monday president's day i said how am i going to celebrate president's day let me find a show to watch on Netflix. And I, I stumbled upon, it was really hard. Like I had been, I had been scrolling for a while through the apps, trying to figure out what I wanted to watch. I felt like I dug forever. And then I came across the Vince Staples show, which just, which just dropped, but it wasn't like easy to find. Like it wasn't in the featured marquee. Like I had to scroll for a while and then I was like, Oh, Vince Staples shows on here. Let me check this out. Pretty good. It was only five What's episodes about? loosely based on his life. I would say like oh. he plays himself in the show and then growing up in Long Beach or being in Long Beach and just his life out there. Only five episodes, though, were produced. And he's urging fans now to get in there and fight for more. When a fan asked why there were so few episodes staples posted on social media, Netflix didn't buy any more episodes. So make sure you hit the double thumbs up peer pressure works and I'm going to try to re-up. And then in an interview with Complex, Staples said, I feel like a lot of streamers are doing shorter orders. Just to be honest, you don't see the 20s, the 15s, the 10s anymore. It's like you get six to eight and we ended up with five, but I feel like we have the likelihood of getting a second swing at it and we'll be able to turn around fast more episodes. So did the season end satisfying? Of a satisfying yeah, ending? I mean, I think you can like, or was it a cliffhanger? No, it, it ended with a callback to one of the earlier episodes. Honestly, there's like 17 minute episodes or like a 22 minute episode that goes by real quick. So I watched all five basically yeah. in like an hour and a half sitting. And I was like, oh, we're done here with the Vince Staples show. I was left wanting more. I thought it was a good show. So I put it in 
Dirty on Thursday today because he was talking about it. Maybe some more people will go out there and watch it and give it the thumbs up and we'll get some more episodes Show from Finn Staples. Support. I've always been a fan of his work. That is uh, Dirty on 30. Hot mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. Yeah, every morning. We have Burna Boy tickets to give away this morning while we're commercial free this hour. 207-807-1104 is the phone number for Burna Boy tickets. What's the date on this show? March 2nd is my guess. And I was right. I've only said it 20 times. So (laughs) it's not surprising that I got it right. March 2nd, TD Garden, Burna Boy show. Would you like to go? 207-807-1104. Answer our question, which is? What word or phrase annoys you the second you hear it? Wait, what? Is that it? That's it for me. Well, you're a strange person and you absolutely hate being asked questions and you've admitted to that before. So if you say something and then someone goes, wait, what? I feel like you're immediately mad. It's not even the way I I think I should walk back the wait, what it's in conversation. um, Maura does this a lot and uh, we'll we'll be talking about something and then she'll go back to something that happened either like earlier that day or earlier that conversation or even earlier that week. The the further away uh, the revisiting is, the, the more annoyed I think I get because she'll be like, wait, so what happened when da 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 It'll be something we talked about like, I'm like, how did that just pop in your head and why did you have to say wait instead of... That's so weird that you're saying that. Instead of just asking the question, like I don't mind that you ask the question, but it's, a, it's just a filler word because I do the same exact it, thing. It's so dramatic to me because like it'll be in the middle of a conversation and then, then she goes, wait. And I'm like, oh my God, what's happening? And she, then she'll ask the question. I'm like, that didn't deserve the wait. Like it's, that was too dramatic. I think it's just because you're a guy and you just don't get the complex brain of a woman because I, I get in these little tips with Tucker all the time because my filler word is also... And I will also bring something up from days prior and we'll have just finished a conversation of something that happened like while we were driving. And then it pops into my head. I'm like, also, my mom called me and da 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 da. He's like, what do you mean also? Like, just start a new conversation. There's no also. That's the same as wait. It's just as bad. Like, get over it. Find something else to nitpick because that's so minor. Hey, you asked the question. All right. I just answered it. It's not like we're breaking up over it. I just, it's, it's a little annoying thing. It's a common theme though. Okay. Don't get mad at the girlies just because they know how to talk about multiple different things. I don't think they do. I think that you could just start the new conversation. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Just start a new conversation. You don't Anytime need. Anytime I say also, he immediately knows that it's going to be something that happens. That's the same thing. Before. That's the same thing with her. She says, wait. And I go, oh, what, what callback is this going to be up. from? All right. Keep up. Okay. What's yours? Mine is and it's not just about tucker it's about my friends it's about anyone it could be about you actually when something happens and you're retelling a story in front of the person who the story is about and they go i never said that and they immediately try to stop the story you want to i wouldn't be telling the story if it never happened you obviously said that and if i didn't recite it word for word my bad but the delivery was still there like, I get what you're saying. If I accidentally dramatized it a smidge, is it the end of the world? Like, I can't stand when you're telling a story and you're like, and then he goes, ba ba da ba da. I never said that. What it's I like, said okay, was what did you this, say? which is very similar to how you were saying <laughs> it. Like, I got you. Okay. Anyhow, so mine is, I never said that. That's definitely a toxic trait in a fight when you're going back and forth and you're like, you, you did though. You did this. And you're like, no, I didn't say that. I said this. 
which is it means the same exact thing. <laughs> and it all goes back to perception. But you I'm didn't say it word for perception, word. How everyone perceives things differently. Because I'm like, okay, maybe you didn't say that exactly, but that's how it sounded in my head. 207-807-1104. The question is... What word or phrase annoys you the second you hear it? Amanda from Buxton, what word or phrase annoys you as soon as you hear it? It's not the word, but it's when someone says what, and then they answer you right after. It's like, why did you have to say what and make me start repeating myself when you knew what I said? I unfortunately do this all the time because sometimes I don't hear things the first time people say it. So I go, what? Oh, and then I'll, it's a listening thing. And then your brain uh, processes yeah. and you're like, oh, no, wait, I got it. I got it. <laughs> and then I'll listen. I'll be honest. I do it too. It just really annoys me when someone else when, does. when someone else does. Yeah. I don't know yeah. why. Yeah. <laughs> hypocrite, but yes. That's fine. We're all hypocrites in one way or the other. All right, we're going to put you in the running for these Burnaboy tickets, and we got until 9, so you might get a call back from us, okay? All right, great. Thank you. Hi, Radio Main. Hello. Hey, I'm calling about the word or phrase that bugged the hell out of you. Yeah, what's your name? Where are you from? My name is Katrina. I'm from Bangor. All right, Katrina in Bangor. Tell us the word or phrase. What is it? When somebody says like every other word. <laughs> I mean, we might be guilty of that over I here every like, once in a while. It's a nasty habit. Like, it's awful. It bugs the hell out of me. It's almost like somebody chewing with their mouth open. All right, that's a good one. We're going to put you in the running for like the Burner Boy tickets, all right? <laughs> All right. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Brandy in Portland, what's a word or phrase that as soon as you hear it, you're instantly annoyed? Life isn't fair. Ooh. And I think that stems from my childhood trauma from my mom telling me life isn't fair. When I say that's not fair. <laughs> no, that's totally a trigger, but I know exactly what you mean. My mom's totally used that line on me before. That is such a mom thing to say. For sure. And now I say it and I catch myself every time. Yeah. Whenever my girlfriend says something that I've heard her mom say, I say, you sound like your, your mom right now. And it's always uh, a good way to start a fight. <laughs> <laughs> Samantha in Springville, tell us what is the word or phrase that annoys you as soon as you hear it? Calm down when I'm already obviously calm. <laughs> or if they say stop yelling and you haven't even raised your voice, you're like, I'll show you yelling. Exactly. Just relax. I I'm just talking. <laughs> they do it on purpose, I swear. I think if we <laughs> if we took a, a what is the show? Um, family feud poll, I think the number one oh, answer yeah. would be calm down. <laughs> Nobody wants to be told to calm down. Oh, I agree. Even when they are in a fit of rage, they don't want to be told to calm down. That doesn't make things better either. No, it doesn't. It really doesn't. All right, Samantha, you trying to win these Burner Boy tickets? Yeah. All right, we picked your text. We're hooking you up with that number one answer. You're going to Burner Boy. Congratulations. Awesome. Thank you. Hey, it's going down March 2nd at the TD Garden, and you're in there. Next chance to win a pair of tickets happens this afternoon. Would be all. Congrats. Awesome. Thank you. We had a teacher text in Tara and say, Miss Sully, what are you even yapping about? <gasps> from my students yapping kids these days they got no respect for the elders honestly though i would never say that to a teacher no we grew up in a different time uh kobe from portland said my phrase is hold on wait so you're telling me making somebody repeat what they just said <laughs> i think that just shows that you're engaged in the I story agree. i agree with you whatever or whatevs it's annoying and dismissive and disrespectful this person <gasps> says i do say whatever a lot like, I'll be like, whatever, let's just go. 
when you can't even do the ER though and you just do whatever, that is extra disrespectful. Do you? Because I think that's less. Like if I was texting my friends and they're like, oh, the restaurant's closed, I'd be like, whatevs, let's go somewhere else. But if you actually took the time to spell it all the way out, then you're being more disrespectful, you're saying. I don't know. It's depending on the way you say it. We're just talking about a text though. Whatever or whatevs reminds me of that Key and Peele skit. Is that the date, the girl? No, Key and Peele, they're actually texting each other. Oh, and they're like, oh no, I've seen that one. And they're planning to meet yeah. up and then one yeah, guy's yeah, like, yeah. whatever, whatever, <laughs> this guy, oh, it's on. I remember that, yeah. Classic. Hot Mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. Hot Radio Main Hot Mornings, Ryan Dillon, Tara Fox. This weekend, big weekend, uh, SNL got 21 Savage, going to be the musical Ooh. guest. So excited for that. Also, uh, interesting choice for host, Shane Gillis is going to be the host. I know. I've been seeing everything leading up to this. He he used to write for them and they fired him. No, he never made it. He never made it he, past the... He never made it past... They hired him as a cast member. What? I thought he was a writer. No, they hired him as a cast member and then some controversial comedy came out. I mean, he's... Yeah. He's got enough clips out there on the internet if, if you've We've seen, seen him. We've seen it. Uh, and they canceled him. And so then they fired him before he could even actually appear on the oh, show. Oh, I had it all mixed up. I thought he was a writer and his material was too inappropriate so they fired him no he was a cast i know he was supposed to be a cast member Yeah, he was announced as a new cast member and before he could even get to one show uh <gasps> they fired him in the offseason because when he was announced they dug up some old comedy that was controversial so now <laughs> the fact that he's you know wasn't wasn't good enough and was canceled couldn't be a cast member but now he's coming back to actually host is quite a redemption story for him surprising that he would okay this I guess, but it's kind of, if you're him, it's kind of epic to be like, well, I was going to be on the, I was going to be a cast member, but I did so well. Now I'm a guest. Now I'm the host of it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, you gotta, you gotta put the pride aside because I feel like most people would be like, I'm not going back to that place. You kidding me? They also announced uh, a couple more of, they're going to be back for at least the next three weeks. Sydney Sweeney, going to be tuned in for that one. March 2nd, Casey Musgraves is going to be the musical guest. And then the following week is uh, Dune Part 2 star Josh Brolin um, and Ariana Grande, your girl's going to be the uh, SNL musical guest. So those are the next three weeks of SNL. Sounds pretty good. I'm tapping in to see how Shane Gillis and 21 Savage do. Uh, Definitely going to check out the Sydney Sweeney episode. Don't really care about Casey Musgraves. Pervert. What do you mean? (laughs) The past two times you've said Sydney Sweeney, you're like, definitely going to be watching that. I'm a fan. Definitely going to be watching that. I'm a fan of her work. Have you seen Madame Webb? No, I heard it gets terrible reviews. Then you're not a real fan. I did see her on the red carpet at the People's Choice Awards. At the People's Choice Awards, (laughs) I did. I was a fan of her. She's a very talented actress. Her fashion on the red carpet. It was great. Okay, so case and point. And I'll check out the Ariana Grande performance. I don't really know much about Josh Brolin either. Excited for this this weekend's episode of Shane Gillis. I wonder, there has to be like a, a reference to it in the opening monologue, right? Like the fact There's that- There's no way there isn't. He got fired before he even made it through one day of work. Like how do you get fired on your day off? Classic Friday quote, Shane Gillis happened to him. They have to make some reference to that in the opening monologue. We shall see. I'm sure we'll talk about it uh, Monday when we come back from the weekend and- in honor of uh, 21 Savage being the musical guest, I'm sure he's going to do uh, this one as one of his selections. We'll play some new 21 Savage for you right now. I feel like this kind of has a main connection right here, the song. Why? Because like Red Rum, Stephen King. Oh. Maine. Isn't that from The Shining when they write it? Red Rum's Murder Backwards. It's the name of this song. I don't remember. I thought you said, uh, what's his name? It was Daddy. That's what I was focusing on. I was, I was being a pervert. <laughs> 
what I thought of said Jack something. Nicholson, is that it? Yes, yeah, unfortunately. G-Block, <laughs> all we know is red.